Hey everybody, we've got seven huge stories for you. First up, After School Satan Club will meet at Tennessee Elementary School in January, tis the season, when corporate welfare fails, and it usually does. Who pays? I don't want to spoil the ending. <laughs> Representative Ritchie introduces a new yet familiar bill to close Tennessee's primary elections. Tennessee State Senate map will remain in place for 2024 during appeal. Memphis crime rates surpassed Detroit. At least we're winning somewhere. And finally, legislation filed for upcoming session will push extension on time sex offenders are on the registry list. And, oh, we got a bonus here. Let's see what it is. Critics of Tennessee's anti-slap legislation assert that the law violates civil procedure and can lead to abuses by jurists. This is Brandon Lewis, publisher of the Tennessee Conservative. Merry Christmas. We're going to get into these stories. This is the quickest, easiest, fastest way to inform yourself about what's going on in Tennessee politics without the noise that comes from all those reporters uh, who are Democrats masquerading as journalists who only want to tell you what their corporate paymasters tell them to. Guys, do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com, hit that subscribe button, like this, share this video, this podcast, wherever you've got this content. The algorithms do not like conservative content. The big tech overlords, except for Twitter and X, uh, they, are, they are not big fans of free speech. And this kind of speech that informs Tennesseans is quite dangerous. So please do help us spread the word to find other conservatives like you that care Follow us anywhere on social media, Gab, Getter, Truth, MeWe, Rumble, places we have not been shadow banned. Let's get right into the stories. But first, we got to get into the mailbag. Oh my goodness. Mailbag. I got a lot of mail uh, this last few weeks. We are in the middle of our annual fund campaign of Tennessee Conservative, and a lot of folks have also sent me some uh, wonderful notes. I will read this first one that just says, thank you for all of your hard work, Dan. Sending warm wishes your way. Somebody mailed me this nice Christmas card. It's very great. Uh, looks like it's from Donna. Sending our warmest wishes your way for a happy, joyful holiday. Thank you very much. Got another note here. Dear Brandon, I am proud to support the Tennessee Conservative publication. Keep up the great informational work. Warmest wishes for a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you uh, and your beautiful family. Love. Uh, looks like it says Dana. I'm not going to put the last name on there because some folks are weird about that. Uh, got this beautiful Christmas card. I did make a copy of it because I actually do display all of the Christmas cards that subscribers send in on a little tree that is decorative. Uh, <laughs> but it says, celebrating the glorious birth of Jesus and wishing you a Christmas filled with his goodness. Merry Christmas. Blessings. Janine, uh, Jeannie, you know who you are. And then finally, I've got this long letter that someone mailed me. I'm not going to read it all. Uh, I'm embarrassed that it has taken so long to say thank you for my awesome Stop Feeding the Rhinos insulated tumbler. I love the thing. It has multiple uh, uses every week, so on and so forth. Thank you for your staff and all that you do so well. Uh, have a prosperous new year. Shalom, Tracy. Tracy is one of our biggest supporters. Thank you for sending in the mail. That, that rounds out the mailbag. We're going to get into the hard news. If you want to send Brandon Lewis a note uh, that does not have uh, arsenic, uh, in it. <laughs> you can send it to P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. Again, that is P.O. Box 625, uh, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. And donations are appreciated because we are 100% grassroots funded. And that is the only reason that our editorial content 
uh, is not uh, completely regulated uh, as a nonprofit would be. And it's the only reason we can tell you the truth, because I'm not worried about making some corporate paymaster angry at me and taking away my job because I don't have a job here because I don't make any money doing anything. So it frees me up to just tell you exactly what it is without a financial dog in the hunt. Let's get into this search story. This is a disappointment. After School Satan Club will meet at Tennessee Elementary School in January. June Everett, campaign director for After School Satan Club, confirmed this week that the club is scheduled to have its first meeting at Chimney Rock Elementary School in Cordova. This will be the first meeting of its kind in the state. Uh, in her uh, reply to our press inquiry, Everett said that the ASCC was requested by Chimney Rock Elementary Parent. We should know the name. If we've we got a parent who's advocating uh, that Satan worship happen in our government schools, it, it should be a good thing. I am a Christian. I do not mind telling you that, uh, even though some slings and arrows may come my way. Uh, you you got to look to Christ. Don't look to the Christians. The Christians will disappoint you, just as the, the religious class did with Jesus. But I'm a Christian, okay? So if, if this individual is a proud Satan worshiper, they just need to come right out and say, I'm the person bringing this to your school. Media relations for Memphis Shelby County School District defended their decision to let the club operate by citing the First Amendment and stating that the Satanic Temple is a federally recognized nonprofit. They said uh, they cannot approve or deny an organization's request based solely upon its viewpoints or beliefs. If this is not an argument for school choice, I don't know what is. Who in the world wants their kids to be in an educational institution that says these values are just as good as any other values? They won't be harmful to your kids now. It won't result in any negative outcomes, spiritually, physically, mentally, none of that. It's amazing. It really is quite amazing. Michelle Kissack, school board member for District 1, said, quote, As a Christian, I do not support organizations like this at all. It's unfortunate this group has no connection to Memphis or even Tennessee. It's choosing to come and attempt to take the focus away from educating children. Michelle, that's very good. I, I don't know that educating children is something that the Memphis school district does much of. But nonetheless, back to the story, the Satanic Temple which does have a presence in Tennessee, takes the side of LGBTQ groups. Of course it does. It's like one of his, it's one of Satan's primary tactics to destroy the family and the lives of people and to push them toward the everlasting burning <laughs> flames of hell. So I, I assume they did. At least they're consistent. Um, and promotes the Nationwide Temple, quote, Expert Witness Services Initiative, which focuses on helping gender-confused temple members involved in legal proceedings argue that they have a religious right to do what they want to with their bodies. The Tennessee uh, Temple also promotes the Satanic Temple's Religious Abortion Clinic, Religious Abortion Clinic, which offers free access to health care providers and discounting abortion medications so that female members may perform a, quote, religious abortion ritual. You've got to sacrifice those kids to bail early if you're, if you're going to get your Satan uh, worship pin uh, or medallion. I don't know exactly what they use. Probably something with a, uh, uh, <laughs> what do you call that thing? With a Pentagon on it. Not a Pentagon. I'll think about it here in a second. Joseph R. Murray II, the second, rather, Esquire, a civil rights attorney turned uh, Tennessee educator said, quote, if an after-school Satan club uh, knocks on the door of any school district in the Mid-South, they need to release the Dobermans and tighten the deadbolt. Amen. No school board in this county, state, or country should allow this club on campus. This is true. This is not a time to be afraid of lawsuits or hide behind a devilish diversity 
It is time to stand up for righteousness. If a school board member cannot do that, they need to get the hell out of the way and make room for someone who can. Joseph, I appreciate those words. We have so few people that stand up. And as we bring you story after story every week, this is not a culture. This is not an institution that can be reformed. It is not. If, if you are in a good school that cares about your kids, this would never be allowed. The fact that it is allowed and their blind eyes turn to it just goes to show you that we need to get our kids out of these situations. Next story. Here we go. When corporate welfare fails, who pays the bill? Smile Direct Club is shutting down. No more smiles for them. Effective immediately, the Nashville-based company provides telehealth uh, dental aligners to its customers, but now patrons are left with uh, incomplete treatment and unkept promises as the company has filed for bankruptcy. To add insult to injury, this company has been the recipient of approximately $10.4 million in fast-track incentive grants. These are things that rhinos and, and some Democrats vote for. Uh, this corporate welfare they're all about it, all about the corporate welfare to reward and pad the pockets of their political donors in Tennessee, the special interest from the Tennessee Department of Economic and Community Development. In other words, taxpayer dollars and the millions have been given to a company uh, that now expects its customers to finish their payments with no services rendered from this point forward. Furthermore, the company's, quote, lifetime smile guarantee has been canceled. Of course it has. Customers who are mid-treatment will not receive their aligners, no customer services available, and their Smile Club uh, Direct website offers no options for refunds. As the state uh, allots all these taxpayer dollars to the tune of $10.4 million, the question is, in my opinion, which politicians who voted for this are now going to reimburse taxpayers for their bad decision-making? This has happened not just with this company, but it's happening with Amazon. Amazon was given a boatload of money to hire a bunch of people, build all these centers. They've not met the hiring uh, projections. There's scant evidence, and in fact, most of the evidence and studies point to the fact that this corporate welfare doesn't do anything for the local economy. It doesn't change people's buying habits. It doesn't create jobs. All it really does is help politicians get kickbacks through PACs and lobbyists so that they don't have to go back in their districts and raise money. You can spend a penny of lobbying and, and, and donation money up in Nashville to campaigns and get a dollar uh, back from the taxpayers. It is an egregious, awful practice. It is immoral. It is a moral failing of the Republican Party and leadership that advocates this while small businesses are struggling in this inflationary economy after they already endured the insult of being shut down while big box corporations were allowed to stay open during the pandemic underneath the leadership of small business-focused Bill Lee. What a crock that is. It's amazing. I've actually sent a message to both the Tennessee Lookout and the Tennessee Holler asking them if they would like to go on a Twitter Spaces um, to have a conversation about corporate welfare because it seems to be something that Democrats don't like and conservatives don't like. Republicans, country club corporatist Republicans, seem to be the only folks that are on board with giving millionaires and billionaires millions and billions. Guys, listen, this is the time of year. If you want to get in front of a conservative audience for your event, for your campaign, for anything that you sell statewide, reach the most engaged audience in the entire state, 
with the Tennessee Conservative News Advertising Program. You can contact Jason Vaughn by emailing news at tennesseeconservativenews.com. We have live reads. We have newsletter ads. We have email and text blasts. We will be able to craft something that will work for you. And if it will not work for you, I'll let you know up front because this is a uh, mission-driven company, not necessarily a profit-driven company. Next story. Representative Ritchie, a real conservative, introduces a new yet familiar bill to close the primary elections in Tennessee. Let's see if we can get rhinos to once again vote against this. Here we go. State Representative Brian Ritchie has introduced House Bill 1616 that prescribes a process which a person must declare a statewide political party or recognize minor uh, party affiliation before voting in the primary election. Makes sense. We don't need Democrats voting in Republican primaries or Republicans voting in Democrat primaries. And designates persons who choose not to affiliate with a political party as unaffiliated and authorizes unaffiliated voters to vote in primary elections. This legislation was presented to the General Assembly in 2023 in a legislative session on HB 0405, sponsored by Ritchie, and uh, also sponsored by Senator Adam Lowe, but ultimately failed in the House Committee due to votes of the Republican supermajority. These are your Republicans who want Democrats to continue to vote in your primaries. Why? Because they're really not Republicans. They're Southern Democrats, and they need the crossover vote so they can beat conservative candidates. Brian Ritchie is not giving up on representing the desire of his constituents. And if you poll people, I go to grassroots groups, I go to conservative groups, GOP groups, people that actually care about the party. When I ask them, raise your hand if you think Democrats should be allowed to vote in Republican primaries, unfortunately, the only hands that have gone up (laughs) that I've seen in these meetings are either uh, corrupt SEC members who have argued with me about this or politicians. The grassroots rank-and-file Republican primary voter does not want Democrats voting in the primary. The law on primary voting is currently written. It's difficult to enforce, as reported earlier in 2023 by the Tennessee Conservative. Quote, as the law currently stands, it is a crime to vote in an opposing party's primary with the sole intent of having an influence over the outcome. But determining sole uh, intent is difficult, and the law is rarely enforced or upheld by requiring Tennessee voters to uh, declare a recognized party affiliation uh, or to be unaffiliated. The guidelines would be clear and we will keep the Democrats out of the Republican primaries, which I think is a good thing. Next story, Tennessee Senate maps will remain in place for 2024 during the appeal. The Tennessee Supreme Court ruled Friday it will not expedite an appeal of a ruling against the Tennessee Republican-drawn Senate maps, meaning the current maps will likely remain in place for the 2024 elections. In August, several Tennessee groups filed a lawsuit uh, challenging the state's congressional and state redistricting maps that went into effect in 2022. The maps were ruled unconstitutional by court on November 22nd. The ruling originally set a January 31 deadline to adopt a plan uh, that follows a constitutional requirement to the Senate districts to be uh, consecutively numbered. Right now, this thing is held up uh, in an appeal. Next story, Memphis crime surpasses Detroit, slow clap for Memphis. You know, Memphis leads in a lot of areas. Leads in a lot of areas, and this is one of them. I don't know, we should put that on the billboard. You know, we're number one. I don't know. Crime in Memphis is at a record high this year, as it is in Chattanooga, Knoxville, Nashville. Everywhere you have Democrats who are in control of not policing quality of life or any other issue for taxpayers. We have watched this slow devolution of city centers, mid-sized city centers in particular, uh, that have experienced this beautiful renaissance and this reinvestment and development that's cleaned it up and made it better. 
and, and just about the time it gets pretty darn good, the demographics shift, the political uh, wind blows differently, and these blue cities just slowly implode. And they turn into homeless encampments, litter, loitering, panhandling, public drunkenness, crime, car break-ins, crapping on the street. Like This is where Democrats lead the cities that they're in charge of. So this is no surprise. Memphis is coming in with 368 homicides uh, this year to date, while Detroit saw a record low since uh, 1966 with 228 homicides. And more killings in Memphis than Detroit? Benny Cobb, a former Shelby County deputy and law enforcement analyst, says, quote, It's amazing. For years and years, Detroit was the bottom of the heap. Detroit was the butt of everyone's crime stories. Cobb believes that Memphis could see a vast improvement if they would work out a partnership between city leadership, prosecutors, and law enforcement officers, a.k.a. meaning they're just letting criminals back on the street. That's another tactic. First, don't arrest them, and if you do arrest them for some kind of heinous crime, let them right back out. Quote, we're having um, infighting and outfighting among these entities, the DA, the mayor, the police chief, sheriff, and juvenile judges. Those entities, if they're going to fight, uh, leave it in the house and don't bring it out to the public. This information comes just after uh, Brent Taylor uh, requested an investigation into a judge in Shelby County, uh, a district attorney, Steve Mulroy, for what he considers to be unjust practices. You got all these liberal DAs, these liberal mayors, and do it, doing what liberals do, destroying cities. Next story is really about our annual campaign. We have right now, roughly, I think after sending out this last email and text, right about 7% of our subscribers that give, which leads to like 93% of people that are like, somebody else will do it. This somebody else will do it mentality is why conservatism is failing. Conservatives are keyboard warriors. They don't want to put their money or their time where their mouth is. And that's a problem. Don't be like that person. Instead, step out in faith, just as the widow did in the scriptures. You may not have much, but you've got something. I'm not going to nag you. It's Christmas. Please give. My present to you is not nagging you during this podcast. <laughs> Go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Hit the support button. You know you need to do it. You felt guilty about it forever. You might as well just go ahead and do it. That's a little tiny guilt trip. And then also go uh, send your checks and, and your folding money and your, and your other uh, forms of currency in the mail to P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. P.O. Box 625, uh, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. And is referenced in that other note if you give $50 or more. Or if you give a recurring donation of $10 or more, we will send you a proud Tennessee conservative uh, tumbler. We will also send you a proud Tennessee conservative koozie. And no matter what you give, even if it's just not much at all, which we will take and be happy for, we will send you two bumper stickers. One of them says, don't California my Tennessee. And the other one says, stop feeding the rhinos along with the director of your elected officials. Who could ask for anything more? TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Next story. Critics of Tennessee anti-slap legislation asserts that law violates uh, civil procedures and can lead to abuse by jurists. In a defamation lawsuit filed this past summer by former Republican legislative candidate Michelle Foreman against Dave Rosenberg, a former member of Nashville Metro Council, City Court Judge Lynn Ingram ruled in favor of Rosenberg, who asserted that the suit constituted a strategic lawsuit against public participation or slap suit. To some degree, there is merit in such laws. 
and that free speech should be protected from intentionally harmful civil litigation. Perhaps such laws are created with good intention. However, recent additions to the law have created an opportunity for jurists that may be so inclined to interrupt procedural due process. Uh, All citizens are guaranteed by the Constitution. It appears to have been the case in Foreman versus Rosenberg. In the suit filed earlier this year, Foreman filed a $300,000 defamation suit against Rosenberg after Rosenberg referred to her as a, quote, truly unhinged politician who is a COVID denier, anti-vaccine, supports January 6th and election conspiracy theories, and is a pathological liar in October of 2022 newsletter. I don't know who that person is, but it is interesting. At the time when the newsletter was proliferated to thousands of email addresses, Foreman was running the Tennessee House District 59 against incumbent Democrat Caleb Hammer. Rosenberg was a supporter of Hammer, using social media posts uh, as his primary source of evidence. Foreman, an attorney, was confident she would be able to prove to a jury that Rosenberg had not recklessly but rather intentionally impugned Foreman's character with the express purpose of damaging her ability to successfully campaign for office. She would, however, be deprived of this opportunity because of the expansion of the anti-slap legislation. Judge Ingram hit Foreman with $100,000 in sanctions, according to a ruling, in order to deter Foreman from having any inclination to defend herself in a future civil proceeding. Even if there were warranted, Judge Ingram, a Democrat, incidentally lives in a very district where Hammer ran for and was reelected to his seat. All right, legal eagles, you can get into that story. Next one. Legislation filed for upcoming session will push an extension on time. Sex offenders are included on the sex offender registry in Tennessee. House Bill 1617, sponsored once again by Brian Ritchie, seeks to extend the amount of time. A person who has been convicted of a sexual offense or obligated to register as a sex offender must remain on the registry from 10 to 15 years. When a person is convicted of a sex crime in the state of Tennessee, a civil penalty is imposed, which requires some offenders to register as sex offenders for the state. Once these persons are included in the registry, they are monitored uh, with their whereabouts made available in an effort to provide an additional measure of safety to the public. Richie's bill would not only apply to those convicted of crimes perpetrated against persons over the age of 12, uh, anyone who is convicted of a sexual offense against a person uh, 12 and under is obligated to remain on the registry for the rest of their life. I think that's a good a good rule. Several other lawsuits are being filed in multiple states by leftist organizations in an effort to mitigate punitive consequences that have come as a result of a person being committed uh, or convicted rather of a sex crime. It's amazing. You have one side trying to prevent sex crimes. You have another side trying to reduce the penalties for this type of abuse for the offenders. Seems like a pretty clear choice. Such organizations search, uh, seek rather to undermine the sovereignty of individual states and the lawmakers that produce the legislation based upon the desires of their constituents and in their own way seek to normalize and, the, and mainstream the behaviors that are currently qualified as crimes as many states. Tennessee Representative Ritchie is endeavoring to do his best to serve and protect the people, in particular uh, children who are most vulnerable to other folks. Guys, those are our stories. We made it through in record time, 23 minutes. Somebody should give me an award. Guys, what's going on this weekend? We're at the part of the TenCon Big 7, which everyone tunes in for. Sometimes people just fast forward to the very end, the last 5 to 15 minutes. Sometimes I get on a roll here. Tonight, old BL is going to go to the Walden Civic League for some good old-fashioned traditional Christmas, the kind of stuff that drives the left crazy, that we would worship uh, the birth of our Savior. Terrible, it, it, you know, because Christmas isn't about Jesus. It's just this kind of celebration, right? You know, it's a, it, it, it's a time to have drag shows and uh, 
to listen to Mariah Carey, uh, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. The secularization, uh, the, um, the demoralization, it's time to celebrate all that stuff. But in fact, Christians know uh, the reason for the season, and it is the birth of the Christ child. So we're going to celebrate that at the Walden Civic League, some good old-fashioned uh, gingerbread house making, standing around a campfire, roasting some marshmallows, lighting a Christmas tree, the kind of things uh, that kids look back on, and they're like, that was good. The thing that gives Christmas such a nostalgic feeling for so many. Uh, and then Saturday, i got to work my tuchus off. Most of the day, I've got to get the old haircut, go to church, go to the gym, and then Sunday, I'm going to try to clean out the garage. That's how exciting I am. I'm going to try to clean the garage out and maybe go hike the Cumberland Trail if the weather's good. And if it's not, I'm probably going to hike it anyway because that trail will look awesome if we have some real good rain. Uh, lots of water features on the Cumberland Trail near where I am. Guys, uh, I want to thank all of you who have contributed to the annual fund campaign. Uh, I had to send out an email, which is always difficult, uh, asking for money which is not the most comfortable thing to do, and people get offended, right? And I just simply ask people who have not given, why haven't you given? And most people uh, that replied back, many many had a, a really good excuse. Like, not really an excuse, but a reason. Fixed income, hard times, etc. And, and for those, we are, we're, we're uh, understanding and empathetic. Uh, but occasionally we accidentally send an email to people whose husbands have given or they got five emails and it's hard to keep it all straight. So I apologize if I sent you an email saying, why haven't you given? And if you are a, a donor, we appreciate you. We thank you. You're the only reason uh, that we can continue doing what we're doing. Uh, we, we raise a paltry amount of money and all of it goes directly to funding our reporters, paying overhead, advertising expenses, things of that nature, uh, software subscriptions. I don't take a penny from the Tennessee Conservative, which means when you donate to the annual fund, you're basically getting 100% return on investment from a, from a uh, mission standpoint. And we are uh, the state's only and largest conservative news alternative. So if you have some extra money laying around, if you want to put us in a will or a bequest, I'm not kidding. You got an old car. Uh, if I can figure out how to get the thing sold, uh, <laughs> I will do anything to keep this publication going. Uh, and growing. And I can do it with your help. Uh, if you want to send in a big check and talk to me about something, I'll talk to you. Okay. I will talk to you. Uh, if there's something you think we should be covering that we're not, as long as it's from a conservative perspective, I am always all ears. But unlike other publications, we will not do your bidding just because you run advertising. Our editorial content, because we rely on grassroots donations, is clear and clean of all that. So that's one thing that makes us completely unique from any other publication in the state. And we tell you exactly where we come from. It's a conservative perspective. We don't pretend to be impartial and then lean to the left. You know, all, so far we're almost touching the ground. We lean to the right, right? It, and we have radical ideas here at the Tennessee Conservative, which is essentially what Republicans thought 10 years ago. Very radical. But we are living in times where if we do not hold firm to our beliefs, and if we do not push back, fight back, and pay attention, we will lose what scant freedoms we have remaining compared to the founding of this nation and this state. So thank you very much for being in this fight with me. I hope you have a Merry Christmas. God bless you. I'll see you next week. Take care.